Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Careful with how we regulate it and what, what, what capabilities are out there with it. I know. Sticks and stones, bro. I was worried about Brad. He had seemed that the AI had brainwashed him for a minute. It pulled him in in terms of how, right, remember his, how the, the, right. you're doing the, the poems and everything yeah. else? Brad had been sucked in by the robot. He'd been touched by the robot. Got to be careful, BC. He was. They could take over. Yeah, like if you just if you just Google Joe Biden, like artificial intelligence voice, like it's it's crazy. We're not doing that just because you want to deflect and not talk about the XFL and the Rocks' failures. Okay, we can't call it. That's a failure what you've yet. done. It was a it was you've a dud. It was a dud. Something else. It was a dud of a weekend. There's no question about that. This dude. dude put his name on something that's failed. You once told me that was impossible. Well, he has had some dud movies. Like Baywatch was one. Doom was one. Doom was a bad movie. Um, How did Black Adam end up doing? It did well, but it cost a lot of money to make. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they and, and they so we're not going to do it. Yeah. yeah, we're yeah. Sorry, Rock. Yeah, they can't. So lately, he's really struggling a little bit, isn't he? The magic touch is it, it, <laughs> it, it needs a little refurbishment. Well, his show's still good, and we thank him for coming to Memphis to to shoot it. Yeah, he did like this bit where he was he was on Graceland. He was singing on at, I know. at the front of Graceland recently. I right? had to school you on that. You've lost you've lost the love. He doesn't that lead. Was like two, last he doesn't week. lead you and inspire you in the way that he used to. I got a lot going on, man. I can't be keeping up with everything that Rock does at this point, man. Well, he's failing here. So well, it's again, it's a one, one, it's one, one weekend. I know you can't keep us while I wanted to keep you updated. You, you, some people. It's would've... the worst weekend we've ever seen behind USF and AAF. What are you talking about? They were they wanted to watch the what was our team? The Memphis uh, Express. Express more than they wanted to watch the Rock. Well, you go to and a, his team. Well, you go to a uh, Memphis Showboats game. They're not on trial here. I'm just asking separately. The XFL is. I'm just asking separately. You and I both know this stuff don't work. Will you go to a game, though? Yes. You will go to a game? I'll go to at least one. Chris, we'll, we'll go out because you'll have nice days. These are the best days. I mean, spring in Memphis can be great some weekends. Yeah. And so since we don't have any uh, allergy issues or anything, yeah, we'll be out there for at least one. Yeah, I don't know. Now, you know, there's not going to be any Reggie Whites out there. So Right. My buddy in Vegas, my brother-in-law, <laughs> he uh, drunkenly put down a deposit on the on the season tickets. Hey, have whatever works, right? Whatever works. Been there. Get it how you get it how you live, my man. Did that with the hustle. Ooh, but you were stone cold sober for that one. You were just, drunk on foolishness. You were pressured into it. I kind of felt pressured. Yeah. 
And you got good seats, too. You got, what'd you get, floor seats? I was the only one on the front row. <laughs> Dog, that was bad. That was, was like, bad. There was like one other family. Do you remember how much it cost? And that's why I said, y'all should move us up. We should actually be sitting because there's on the no floor. one here. Yeah. On the floor. Yes. Remember later yes. they did like little tables beside and all yes. that? Yes. We should have been seated because no one else. If you are a season ticket holder no of the one Memphis Hustle and you paid that much money, you should be given like perks, gear, tours. I think you probably are now because my because of my experience. Right. You you had to, you know, unfortunately, you were the trial by fire there. Yeah. And they learned. Do you remember how much you paid? Uh, it, it was it like too, 2K? Too much. Was it like 2000? Yeah, I had to do installments. Oh, it my was God, too much. bro. You did installments I for Memphis Hustle tickets? installments for Hustle tickets. That's what Jason Smith was but, doing a few years bro, ago. My whole thing is, wouldn't like you just rather clown. hold your nose and pay it? Because it just makes you mad every time you had to pay, make the install. Because you only went to, what, one game? I don't, I don't have seven jobs like you, bro. Okay? Yeah, but you could have paid it all so, in one. No, I couldn't have been dead for two weeks like that by paying all of it. Just dead, check the check. I ain't got eight jobs. You crazy, man. They got you, ass. Oh, they got me. Damn. That, I think it was Max at that time. I think they uh, renovated Lander I think they, Center. They promoted him on, on the sale job oh, he did to for me. for sure. Yeah. Said, you got that fool Max, here. There's Max, a promotion. Max running tickets right now. That's what I thought. They but, said. Because he was so smooth. They said. He was so smooth. Ma- this is what Max did. Max caught his. Uh, you will have the premier seat. Max caught his higher up. He said, you are not going to believe this. <laughs> Then they're going to talk about it on the show and give us pub. You're right. He, I, got, I got the best deal ever. I was like, what? I got somebody to buy season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> this, that is hilarious. They it said, is hilarious to look back on God, how Max. stupid I was. My, and like they, they, they like hit a button. They did it! He did it! You know, like, yeah. like that's what they're doing at, at the uh, Memphis Hustle offices. I oh, remember, remember there were going to be Tigers down there. That, oh, that yeah. was also Trace part of Trayson Burrell and Austin Nichols Markel, were down there. Maybe yeah, Markel, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They said, Max, you they, son they of a bitch, you are getting promoted. It was a perfect storm. Max got promoted that day. They said, you're, you're too good to be right here. We need you elsewhere. Your services are needed elsewhere. The art of the deal, baby. I remember driving down there that first time, and I had my little wrist thinking I was important. Oh, dude, you and were I'm so like, important. I got... I still got park in the back. I got season tickets. I thought I'm up in the front in the VIP. Oh yeah, They're no. like no, no, you're you're over here. <laughs> nah, but that commission was that good commission for Max though. He bought him he bought him some Gucci shoes with that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't think any Gucci's unless nah. he got some more. We also were supporting what? Sip, right? That was another Sip angle too. No, there were yeah. a bunch of angles. It was that, it was yeah. that made me the fool. It was for a legacy deposit. Yeah, it was a perfect storm, like we said. But, yeah, Max is definitely moving on up in the world after that one. No doubt. That's like the Wolf of Wall Street there. He's like, i got to tell you about this penny stock. Can we, can we get you it. commended to a Showboats game? Uh, Not season tickets, but a Showboats game. One. In the spring, yes, you will. Maybe, You'll take bro, Riley maybe. out there yeah, for a I day I forgot out. about my kid. Yeah, I mean, I. but, dude, it's hard. It's hard. My kid's all – we went to a fundraiser last night, and she's just, she's, you know, slipping, Wild. sliding. Oh, God, dude, it's crazy. It's like – it's a lot. She's like one of them wildlings in a yep, yep, yeah, you know, Game of Thrones. Just, just so poorly behaved. The wildlings. They just, what are their parents doing? Right. You know. Yeah. Just does it such a poor reflection of them. She's running around. Her, her daddy's like, too worried about China and the rock. She's in his professional. She's, she's 
That's, you're right. Yeah. That it's it's affecting my ability to no question. raise her. She's going up to people she don't know, and she's, like, bouncing there. And I'm like, Riley, they don't know you, honey. They don't, you know. Well, but, all kids do go through that, John. But you gotta... it's like she won't just sit down. That's the problem. Mm, she she, she got it honestly. Just sit down, all right, and eat your chicken nuggets. That's all you got to do. It's like a really simple thing to do. But now she's got to go all around the room. I got to chase her. Gotta be like, and then she does this deal where she goes limp. When I try to pick her up, she goes limp. So she slides out of my arms. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's a genius. Oh, you need to get some control in your household. Well, I need the intervention. You know, I might have to hire somebody. We might have. You have, already got a mother in law in there. How many more help you to go need, to four? Fool. We may have to go this to four. This is one child. Yes, one. In a two parent home but she's, with a mother in law. But see, when we, I, I had to make a deposit at the bank yesterday, I took her with me. They, the people at the bank were like, how old is she? Three? I said, no, no, no. She's she's not even two years old yet. Because she's a giant. She's a giant baby. She's not your average, t- you know. Which doesn't make any child. sense because you're not giant and Sam's not a giant. It defies all odds. She is COVID radioactivity, babies, man. I don't know how to explain it. But, yeah, it's not just like one child. We, it's a, it's a four-person job. All right? Good luck. And maybe so, too, is the XFL. Gonna need more than the rock. We're gonna get the Undertaker. We're gonna get Kane. Sometimes we have to look in the mirror, John. We're gonna get Stone Cold. All the all I don't the, even all think the all gang. them can save them. All the gang, man. Not all even, the gang. Not even my guy Nash. Uh, Rob Fisher's gonna join us at 125. We'll talk to him about the Grizzlies as they start back up tomorrow. All Star Weekend and more. Stick around, Jason and John. Ninety Turn FM, ESPN. Rob Fisher's gonna join us uh, in just a moment. But uh, there was one thing from All Star Weekend, as I just showed you the uh, the public ratings that I wanted to touch on with you, mm-hmm. which was what Stephen A. Smith said, I believe, on Monday. We weren't on air. But Stephen A. Smith blamed LeBron James for the dunk contest and what it has become. That shouldn't be the first time you've heard that. Um, but maybe he said it in such an eloquent way. No, it's because Stephen A. Smith said it. Uh, that, that it because was Because you've heard that very close to you. Uh, well, again, it was, I think it was just the eloquence of it. It was just like how how smart it sounded. Mm-hmm. Maybe the way he he is it. he is more eloquent than me. There's no question about like that. Like just the or, the the sheer orator he is. Mm-hmm. He is. But no, I, I just I just think it's the timing of it, right? The timing of it just kind of I, I saw it. It stuck with me. Whatever. It's I, true. I know people want to say, man, this is just another thing to pile on LeBron. Y'all some LeBron haters. And those folks have well, yeah, you know they're loud and and probably right on some accounts. But we've been I've been saying this for years. Well, I didn't want to believe it. I was like. Well, did Kobe do it? And of course, he did do it. He did it in his, his rookie season. Yes, he did, he did it in '97. And then I was thinking about okay, other other superstars that should have done it that didn't. I mean, Vince did it. T Mac did it. Um, did D Wade do it? I don't know. I don't even put him in that class. But I guess I mean, I he's a Hall of Famer be. who had, who's a freak athlete. Yeah, but but I didn't. We didn't but look at D Wade for his dunks like we did T Mac. Yeah, you're right. Calm down. You're right, man. You're right. I mean, you don't you don't rock with D Wade. That's your problem. He ain't no dunker like the rest of them you just named. Yeah, no. LeBron was the first to opt out. He was that I can remember. You know, he made it cool to not participate. Right, and once he said, "I'm not doing it," he did change it. He, he changed the um, behavior of the uh, league with that. Unfortunately, it is up until is then. True. The league star dunkers had been in that, and many in the league forget just star dunkers. Stars, you're going to be in it. It's part of it. They felt like they owed it to you, whatever it was. But yeah, that's dead. We know that. And mm-hmm. I, listen, Stephen, I took some heat for it from those LeBron, you know, them LeBron stands. But he is absolutely right, and it's a point I've made to you over and over and over again. It's just where the league is now. Yeah. So I said the league should solve this and put make it whatever incentive they need to make it to to get some stars back in it. Because again, now you're at a point where guys who are not even playing the league this season are winning. 
Like, why not again? Just go out and get some globetrotters in. If we want to just see the best dunk contest, just go get a bunch of athletes. That's essentially what you did with Mac McClung. Mm-hmm. Guys played two NBA games, none of them this year. So yeah. just go get some man one guys, and let's watch uh, the best dunk contest we can then with guys who just do that. And, that's what I say. That's how far it's gotten, well, how far it's dropped off. In terms of the All-Star game itself, like, do we have to have a game? I don't know. You know, with the, uh, like, Do we have to have it? Like, probably what? not. Like, Probably what, if, if you like, okay, if you want to do the contract thing, okay, you're an all star, right? You get the contract bumped for being an all star, and then we just move on with our lives. See, I don't know that it's not because back in the day when you had Mike and Isaiah and Magic in it, by the time what you didn't really care about was the first three quarters, unless you're just trying to see some dunks and the defense part ways. But by the time that fourth quarter rolled around, there was a real pride in winning. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much of that was West versus East, how much of it was Star versus real Star, but, like, there was a pride there. And it, it even if, you know, it, it, it would get more intense in that final quarter and was always worth watching, whether you get a one-on-one matchup or whatever it was. That is gone. Could you get it back to that? Is there a way through? Can you Does East-West or, or some sort of prize incentive, does that get it back to an intent? I think maybe there's a way to do that. So, so before you junk it completely, it'd be nice to try to, try to find what it is. We know clearly they, they've missed it with the, you know, had, had good idea in mind with the charity thing every, after every quarter, but that has not worked. And so whatever it is, I think you need to try it, John, in terms of getting, because you did used to have some intensity there, mm-hmm. uh, you need to try to get it back before you kill it. No, I uh, agreed. I mean, it, just doing all skills and all that. I mean, how much you you tuning in for that more so than we would for the game? No, yeah, it's not. So it needs a format change. It, and again, it's not the end of the world, right? It's just a stupid All Star Weekend. Well, let's not have any more t- few, you know teammates on separate teams. The the draft process is stupid. That you can start there. Do East and West. Go back to East West. There's a there was a pride involved with that. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day. And maybe, I'm not telling you it gets back to the same. Because here's the deal, John. Here's what's changed. Is everybody's so concerned about their brand and damaging it. If John Morant plays in a dunk contest and misses dunks or whatever, and it ain't, it ain't viral, right? It, it doesn't do what it's supposed to in appeasing the masses. Well, then his brand takes a hit. Back then, you know, and, and I hate to sound like the old guy in the rocking chair saying back in my day, but clearly brand was not as important then when it came to competing, right? It, when it came to being out in an all-star game and Magic and Mike going at it in the fourth quarter. Like you're not worried about your brand there or Mike losing a dunk contest, which he did, by the way. Mm-hmm. Still got the, you know, still billionaire off the, off the shoe. But my point is we're so concerned now with that. If I'm a star and I put up a eh, okay performance in the dunk contest, well, that hurts my brand. right? Just, and, and, and we have LeBron to thank for it. Stephen A. is absolutely right about that. No, I, I I think it's fair. I do because I was thinking I was like, mm, but I gotta I gotta put I gotta lay it at LeBron's feet. Unfortunately, as much he as I don't want to. Good, did Dwayne Wade ever do that? I am kind of curious now. Did I don't he, think he did. did. He ever do Maybe a dunk he did. contest? We know he did three, right? He did the three point contest. I okay, thought. Um, but I don't know if he ever did dunk. Uh, let's see. Did he? Uh, I don't think so. I don't okay. see it because I saw Dwayne wasn't like a fancy dunker or even overly above the rim. Yeah, I, the, when you Google Dwayne Wade dunk contest, what comes up is his judging. Yeah, when he judged. And yeah. That, yeah, that was, what was that, a few years ago? Yeah, it was Aaron Gordon. And yeah, that's silly. He's Levine. become a meme, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he did it. Maybe Rob's smarter than us, and he's got a fix for it all. But I, I don't think you kill the game yet before you try to just get back to some basics and some common sense mm-hmm. by killing this stupid draft process and going back to East versus West. Were John, Jaron, were they the only – no. Um, were the, were the Kings broken up too? 
DeMontis and uh, De'Aaron just makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't think, I don't think John Jaron were the only teammates that were split up. That's stupid. Yeah, it kind of it would just it just left it 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 led to just it's easy baskets. Like I'm not even gonna guard you. Like whatever. Yeah, it was a waste of time. Waste of time. Uh, we'll talk to Rob Fisher about the Grizzlies as they get uh, ready to kick things back off tomorrow against the 76ers, the rest of the season, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 93FM, Yes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rob Fisher, sideline reporter for the Memphis Grizzlies, pre- and post-game host on Bally Odds, couple on Grind City Media, friend of the show, friend of ours, joins now. Fish Nation, what it do, baby? How's it going? Happy break, everybody. I know you guys are itching for some NBA to come back. Very much uh, so, like I uh, at this point. Yeah, no, nobody. Uh, you know, everybody always talks about the players needing the uh, the All Star break, but nobody ever talks about the the broadcasters. <laughs> you know, well, it's interesting. It's interesting because I always look at it at least from our point of view because it is a grind. But there are two breaks usually. One's at Christmas time, where you usually get a couple of days, and this year we didn't have that. Um, so I think everybody needed uh, the all-star break a little bit from broadcasters to players to coaches uh, just to get your mind off it a little bit and, and get ready for what's going to be an exciting stretch run. I mean, this isn't the halfway point. This is We come back, and, and it matters, man. It's on for these last 25 games. In terms of what you're expecting early, Rob, you've looked at the schedule. We've discussed it a ton. Um, you've mm-hmm. got some tough opponents, and you've got some teams, too, that are trying to catch you. Um, how concerned are you about the the level of competition early on and the Grizzlies, you know, ability to match that? I am I'm very positive coming out of this break because I know what this team's capable of, and I, I feel like Stephen Adams is going to be back sooner sooner rather than later. So I I feel like the All Star break is kind of a reset for teams where it means something. So everything about you know. Let's keep in mind, Grizzlies did win three of their last four games going into the All-Star break. 
but it felt more like they lost 10 of their last 14. <laughs> right? Right. Kind of did. Mean, yeah. you, 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 didn't, you, you didn't feel great uh, going into the break. You felt like, wow, this team needed a rest. They needed a break. And, and frankly, I think it came at the perfect time. And if this team can get healthy soon, which I believe it's going to be soon, um, I, I think everything that you felt going into the break is reset and everything starts now. And that's not just for the Grizzlies. I think that's for everybody. You know, momentum, if you had momentum, all right, that's fine. But it starts now. You know, this is, this is the stretch. If you're playing for something, this is the sprint of the season. The season is a marathon. Well, we're in the final sprint now. So I think everything that has happened up to this point, you start over tomorrow when these games get started again. And I think that's not just the Grizzlies. I think it's everybody. And, um, you know, hopefully we see our best Grizzlies basketball. The schedule is daunting, these next 11 yeah. games. I think we'll decide where you're going to be. We'll know after these next 11 – where you're at with 14 left. And, you know, if you're still in that second spot, and all of a sudden you're talking about 14 games left, you know, where are you at then? What, what happens in the next five after that, in the next five? So um, these next 11 are going to determine a lot. And it, it is a very difficult schedule, but the way that I'm looking at it again is positively. Um, Grizzlies, have the sec- they're the second best team in the Western Conference. Yep. Even after, with, as you mentioned, 10 of 14. With a large sample size. Right. Now, so, I, I, I mean, they're, they're the second best team in the West, and, you know, they have, because of the great play they've had this season, that's why they're still at two, despite things being shaky over the last month. Yeah, no, I, I think that's totally fair. That being said, you look at the West right now, you got three, your three up on SAC, your four up on LAC, your four and a half up on Phoenix. How big of a lead is that? Like, do, is it a lead where you feel like it would have to go just disastrously not to stay at two? Um, like, like, just in, to quantify it, how big of a lead is that with, you know, 25 games left or what have you? Brevin, Brevin Knight and I were talking about it on our podcast, Night Court. Check it out wherever you get your podcast. Um, we had an episode the other night. Sorry for the plug. No, uh, no we, encourage, we encourage We it. encourage plugs. <laughs> but uh, we, we were talking about it, and I, I think we figured out 14 and 11, I think you're safe in your last 25. Mm. Safe at two. You're talking about Sacramento then needing – because of the games they have left, I think we figured out what, like seventeen and eight. You think Sacramento's going to go seventeen and eight? Nope. They're they, yeah. I mean, they're not on that pace. Not, and, them them and know. Phoenix and had Phoenix. two of the more difficult schedules too, if I'm not mistaken. I know Phoenix did. I want to say Sac was up there too, Fish. And Phoenix has played, I believe, I believe it's three more games than the Grizzlies have already. So they only have twenty two left. Grizzlies have 25 left. So if, if, and they're what, four back, four and a half back? So are they going to, are they going to finish like 20 and, or 19 and three? No. Well, that's true. So I think, I think with the amount of games that are left, the lead that you have is significant if you play well. Not even play your best, not even have your best stretch in the season, which you would like to have going into the postseason. But if you play well, if you can go through these next 11, I'll take six and five right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, Sac- and, then let's look, with you. and then let's look at the last 14 and, 
you know, can, can we go win eight and go eight and six? And I, and I think he'd be fine in that two spot. Now, maybe things change. Maybe Sacramento goes on a heater, or, uh, you know, or maybe the, maybe the Clippers you know, go, on, on, go on a heater and you have the Clippers twice. So that, those games are going to count for something. So maybe that happens. I just, I don't know. I think you're in a good spot. You've earned the spot you're in. Now you've got to go play ball. And now you've got to go be the best version of you. That's how this is going to work. That's how you're going to stay in two. That's how you're going to have success in the postseason is being the best version of you. And, and we've seen it this year, and you hope uh, following this break the Grizzlies find it again. Um, to your point, Sacramento's got the 25 games left like you, but it's the fourth toughest schedule the rest of the way, at least in combined winning percentage of the opponents. Phoenix is the sixth toughest schedule, and like you said, there's just 22 games left for them. So it is an uphill climb if you're going to be catching the Grizzlies, even if they play just okay basketball. I'm with you on all that, Rob. What In terms of the, you know, I could ask you about Phoenix and Durant and was it, what it does for them. We've discussed that quite a bit. I want to know about what you think about the, what the Clippers have done, and, and, and I'm with you that at this point, Maybe you do stay ahead of them, but are they better now in your estimation? I mean, you know, they go the Westbrook thing, you know what else they've done, bringing in Bones and Eric Gordon. Uh, is that a team you're concerned about now, maybe more so than you were? People have tried to talk me into being concerned about the Clippers because they made some, they made a couple subtle moves that, you know, you think might make them better. I mean, the thing for them is in their, in their last, you know, stretch run here, they, they have to have their lineup play. Mm-hmm. And am I going to see that? Am I going to see Kawhi and Paul George playing every night? And if I don't, then I'm not going to believe in them until that happens. Um, sure. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think you could be, you could be concerned about them, but I'm, I'm going to have to see it to believe it. Um, because I just I, I haven't believed in them because they haven't played enough minutes together, uh, you know, and, and I, I think they they get a big which helps, and I think that's planning for a Grizzlies team, uh, you know, or a Denver team uh, that also got another big uh, that they're going to have to meet in the postseason. So I don't know. I, I think their subtle moves made them better, uh, but I, I'm not I'm not a believer yet in the Clippers. The, the only team. Well, I shouldn't say that because I, I, I think you got scary matchups in that two spot. <laughs> you Absolutely. know, I think Golden State is terrifying because they're champions. Um, I, I think uh, I, I don't believe the Lakers are going to be it. Uh, I, I don't believe the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. And I don't know why we continue to talk about the Lakers making the playoffs. The teams above them are better. Um, but other than that, you know, I, I guess that's probably the team that scares me the most is Golden State. Uh, Phoenix certainly would scare you in a series because of their firepower, but they certainly have flaws. I mean, why are they much better than what Brooklyn was? Um, and is Chris Paul going to stay healthy? You know, I mean, that's that's a real question come playoff time too. Is there a fundamentally? Obviously, it doesn't feel like there's any there isn't room for the Grizzlies to add a guy like Will Barton, even though I think it would be a fit if there were. That's not the reality we're living in. That being said, there you have seen some buyouts around the league. I think Terrence Ross is is a son now. Like, who's the last buyout guy that actually helped somebody? Can you remember off the top of your head that if there was one? Oh man! Because um, I mean, you, like they, they they get a lot of like buzz. Oh, they're at a buyout. I think Love's gonna help in Miami. Oh, uh, Love like Love could help in Miami. Love's mm-hmm. still a good player. Yeah. I just I just feel like I, there's. I, I bet. Yeah, I bet there are some. I, I mean, I can't think of any else on top of my head guys that came That's in tough. like late in the season were huge difference yeah. makers. But 
but but I bet there'd be some sneaky ones that we can't think of right now. Um, man, I heard you guys talking about Will Barton earlier. I, I love Will Barton, and yep. for years, for years, I thought, boy, Will Barton would look good. Uh, you know, in a Grizzlies uniform. I mean, the only problem right now is uh, you don't have a roster spot. Right. You, just, you just don't. And, yep. and, and, and what's your and what's your value of everybody that you'd even consider giving up their roster spot? I I, I think it's I think they value everyone on the roster uh, who's under contract or uh, even on rookie contracts or whatever. I, I don't. I just don't think there's a spot on the roster, and and I don't think there's an ability to make a spot on the roster for Will. Um, it's a pretty. I, 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 I pulled it up. It's a pretty lame list. Uh, according to Clutch Points, this is ranking the top really? ten best buyout signings in NBA history. Number one is Markeith Morris in the in the bubble. Wow, with the Lakers. Oh wow, that's a low bar. Yeah, Peja in twenty eleven with the Mavs. Wow. So it's it's pretty. Like if you so think, I guess I was wrong. I guess there aren't too many that we we can come to mind. My yeah, goodness. like if you think if you think that the buyout is going to be like some you know fountain of Most oh he's going to say like it's just it very rarely does it turn out like that. Just an interesting sort of study here. Yeah, let me ask, that is interesting. Let me ask you. I certainly thought there'd be more, but yeah. How how much of All Star Weekend did you uh, were you sucked into there, Rob? Uh, I watched all of Saturday and all of Sunday. Okay. Uh, I didn't watch Friday, uh, but I did watch Saturday and Sunday. And, um, yeah, Saturday was cool. Saturday was really cool, I thought. I thought uh, all the events were, were cool. And, and, and I felt like they moved along pretty well. And that was always the thing for me for how long they take. And, you know, it's like all the all-star games, the home run derby, it takes too long. But, you know, you, you speed it up and you make it where you keep moving and things are happening. It was it was fun to watch. I thought that was really interesting. Saturday night, the dunk contest was awesome. Um, the broadcasting is just awful for All-Star Weekend. I mean, the, the, the dunk contest broadcast and the three-point shooting broadcast are just nauseating. They just really are. I thought Draymond was the best thing. Draymond was the best thing on. <laughs> but yeah. I thought uh, – but the events were cool, and uh, then the game is what the game is. I mean, it was uh, it's a garbage game, but there were some really cool moments I, <laughs> in I, the game. Let me ask you. I, I, saw the, I saw the views of it, though, and, and people aren't interested. We had, the, uh, we, had a, we had a listener you know, submit this. We know what you know, baseball does in terms of and I doubt you could get it past the Players Association, but you could increase the competition level by making that the home court advantage in the finals, no? Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, just because it, it means so much, and it means, it means even too if much. Yeah, it means too much. I mean, you got you got a guy from Orlando. Oh yeah, okay. Well, let's go get home court advantage for for my friends from Boston. I mean, you know. So if he's not really in it and he's hungover, then right. <laughs> you know, you know, you're killing my team and you're killing my well, chance. Well, he, he ain't playing. The, he wouldn't be playing the fourth quarter for those guys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's going to be sitting well, down. To me, the I argument, mean, it, 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 it changes the competitiveness does, of the game it immediately. It does do that. I'm with you on if it's fair to the teams that advance to the finals, and that's something you'd probably. Just, but it it would change the game. Players, it was a very interesting moment when Luca got dunked on and Luca was Mike at the time. And the thing he said is, I'm not going to hurt nobody. And I think it, it's overly sensitive for every player to make sure no one gets touched mm-hmm. because no one wants to get hurt. But again, Revan, a shout out to Night Court. 
Brevin and I were talking about it, and he said, come on, man, we're NBA players. We know how to give a little more effort and not get hurt. We know, you, you know how you can play, not like you're playing an NBA game, but still make it look competitive. I mean, the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum thing, that wasn't all out NBA game competitive, but it was real competitive and it was cool to watch. Mm-hmm. You could have it. It could be more competitive. And I, it's just got to get through to the players that, I don't know, I, I, the, the scare, the being scared of getting hurt sometimes can lead you to getting hurt. So I, uh, I, I just wish they'd be a little more competitive, and I don't know how you do it. I don't think there's a monetary value you could do. I don't think there is, you would do it with a, a charity value going up uh, even to make it more competitive. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what there is that you could do other than guys just take it upon themselves to be more competitive. Yeah, like I, I think this is just where I'm at with, with the NBA. It, we already have a hard enough time keeping people engaged for the regular season. And if you just if you say now we're just going to boil it down to one game in the middle of the year, it further de incentivizes. Like, what are you playing for at that point, right? Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, you're playing. I, I think it's it's come to the point where it's like it's it's an honor to be there, and you know what? We're going to show off our skills. I mean, it's a it's a skills competition. There's no there's no basketball. It's dunking, shooting for distance. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all it is. There's no defense. There's no running plays. There's, it's alley-oops, dunks, and three-point shots. That's it. And, uh, you know, and it's cool to see what these guys can do. I mean, seeing LeBron throw the ball off the backboard and, and dunk it was really cool to see. Uh, to see Dame to shoot one from the other side of half court when they had their little thing going with Lillard and Tatum and Mitchell and everybody that was shooting threes back and forth and, that was kind of cool. And then the Tatum-Brown thing was cool. Uh, having two Grizzlies in the game was cool. To me, it's still better than the Pro Bowl game, but it needs to be a lot better. I hope they don't do away with it in any manner like football has, but football right. needed to. Right. But I, I, hope, I hope they can figure out how to make it more competitive, and I just don't know what the answer is. Yeah, we're talking to Rob Fisher. Uh, catch him on Night Court, Odds Couple, uh, Grand City Media, and <laughs> anything else you got going on that we need to hit. Like, the, the, Memphis, the, the Memphis Podfather, really. Uh, yeah, really. Field Fly, you forgot that one. I mean, you know, yeah, there's a bunch. Well, I mean, you just keep adding, man. I, you know, it's breakneck yeah. pace here. Every time you come on, you got another podcast. I got a pump. I'm a, so. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grinder, man. Yeah, I'm a grinder. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay, on to uh, college basketball. Is there a team you like? You know, because one of the one of the things that you know, I, I'm getting into that mode now, right? Where it's February, it's about to be March. Like I'm watching a lot more college basketball. Is there a team you like to maybe win it? Like that might have some 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 you know something worth throwing on a future. Is there is there a team you've identified yet, Fish? I haven't. I'll say this: I haven't watched enough. Uh, I have watched. Man, I've watched more college basketball this week than I've ever watched all season. Uh, and, and I'll say, I don't like Purdue. Um, maybe it's because I watched those back-to-back losses, but they certainly were unimpressive in those back-to-back losses. Um, just everything that I hear and what I, and I've watched them, I've watched them and I actually know their names to me, Gonzaga, this, uh, how many times do we say it? 
this might be the year, I think, the way college basketball is set up because of their ability to shoot outside, their ability to score a lot of points, uh, I, I think is, is a huge factor. And they have veteran players on their team led by one of the best players in the country. So I, I, I think they're good, although you're talking futures, you're probably not going to get a great value there. Right. But how is, how is, UCL, how is UCLA not – they have the same dudes that they've had for the last three I know, years. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. So come, tur- come tournament time, I kind of trust them a little bit, I guess, and I like their coach. So maybe UCLA is one of those teams. They could, they could be. And it's not, not Tennessee. But a West Coast team, nope, has, not Tennessee. A West Coast team hasn't won uh, the, the championship since 1997. Was that Arizona? Yeah. Yeah, Arizona. Yeah, because yeah, they ain't built like wow. that. They, don't, they, don't, they ain't built like that anymore. Rob? I know. I know. I know. You know. Kentucky, they could be a problem. Oh, you can have that. You can have that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going to let you have all that. You might be able to get them at, what, plus 20,000 right now? I mean, good grief. Them, them in Memphis probably have about the same odds. I'm out on that Kentucky team. Cal's got to go back to the drawing board, man. I don't know if he cares enough anymore to do it. That's the problem. I'll, I'll tell you what. Did you guys see the end of the ECU Tulsa game by any chance last night? I did not see it. I saw you tweet about it. I can only imagine that something wacky happened, a missed three or made three or free throw. What happened? ECU was a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They were up by three. Now, you have the argument of the foul before they take three, right? Mm-hmm. But no coach ever does it. Well, this coach not only decides to do that, he decided to foul on the inbound. Oh, God. On the inbound, oh, so, there are nine seconds, so there are nine seconds left. So that's two, that's, so that, that's go, two shots in ball. They hit two free throws. No, 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 no. It was after the ball's inbound. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. They, gotcha. Get, their, yeah, they, they get their two free throws. They hit both free throws. It's a one-point game. So ECU inbounds the ball. They're fouled. There's now six seconds left. Right. ECU, as a guy who's giving two and a half, Hits both free throws, and I think to myself, well, thank God they got through that mess because now they're certainly not going to foul with only six seconds left and having to go the length of the court with no timeout left, right? Yeah. No. Fouls on the inbound again. <laughs> they must have really, really needed they hit, <laughs> that dove, man. They, 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 and and not, not only that, because now with six seconds left, I'm thinking, all right, well, it's Maybe he'll miss one, and maybe you're. I mean, you're going to follow me again. That's right. That's so right. We're we're going to go through this merry-go-round again. Well, Tulsa, they make both free throws, mm. so they're down by one. Mm. So now ECU inbounds the ball, foul them. Dude makes the first one, misses the second one. They throw a desperation three. They lose. ECU wins by two. <laughs> by two. Disgusting. Oh, that's why I hate college basketball. Oh, that's why I hate college basketball, man. And, well, the reason why I hate college basketball is that game is the reason of it. How would the last two minutes take 20 minutes? That's exactly oh. right. Yeah, there was a lot of that in that Tennessee Texas A&M game. Well, I had the forever. I had forever. I had the under in the Memphis Houston game, and they had 53 at the half. The total was like 141, and I was sweating <laughs> that out. Because Penny kept fouling and Memphis kept coming they down. They and combined then, for 83. You know what I mean? Half. Like, yeah. they, like they, that's the thing about college basketball is you can have a 53-point yeah. half, and then the second half's you know I mean it's crazy. It's like because you just yeah. Houston gives up the easy three, Houston gets fouled, easy three, rinse, repeat. 
all of a sudden there's 155 points scored. Now, luckily, we got out of that one unscathed. But that's college basketball, man. Thanks. Bet yeah, at man. your own risk, ladies and gentlemen. Fish are the yeah. best. Appreciate you Thank as always, you, dude. Fish. Hey, here's a little free one for you. Providence right. and Kentucky tonight. Yeah, like them both. Providence and Kentucky. Providence, I believe, is uh, is getting seven and a half, and then Kentucky yeah, minus two and a half. Because oh, fish, ha- fish has uh, fish has Kentucky going to the Final Four. So that make that <laughs> this is where the run begins. Fish in Gainesville. Thanks, brother. You guys, fellas. Yeah, he is Rob Fisher. Uh, catch him everywhere. The man is ubiquitous. Uh, appreciate his time. We'll come back, wrap it up. Jason and John, how are you trying to fan yes. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We're back, Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN, over to ESPN.com. Tim Bontemps kind of reset the uh, NBA uh, championship race, and he kind of, you know, goes through, you know, each each conference's moves and, and, you know, who did what. And obviously, like, once again, this stupid damn declaration from Ja was, was like, let it off. I mean, why why do we have such a hard oh, on for this? It's just low hanging fruit. At this point. <laughs> it really is, man. Like, it's it's, it's just easy. It's and not that's why they're doing it. I know we said this yesterday, but it's it's not like this dude said nobody in this league can touch me except the Celtics. You know, he said I'm fine in the West with a smirk. League's but, a soap opera, man. Operates that way. So stuff like this, people, you know, they'll keep hitting, 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 hitting. Clearly, yeah. clearly. Anyway, uh, back in action tomorrow night on national television should be. Uh, should be a fun game. We'll talk about it all tomorrow for sure. Thanks to Rob Fisher for joining us on the show. Thanks to Mark Giannata for hopping on as well. Giannata, Jeff, you're up next. Don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. Back rolling on the Gabe Coon Show. And you know what that sound means. That means we're bringing on a former Memphis Tiger and a guy who's going to be a coach here relatively soon. He's Joey Magnifico. If we would have had NIL in our in our presence when we were at the University of Memphis, who would, who would you have wanted, uh, wanted a little sponsorship from, man? That, um, that's something I missed out on, man. I'm oh, yeah, me too. I'll say that too. <laughs> uh, somebody, somebody, one of the pizza places to pick me up and make a Magnifico pizza. It's the Gabe Coon Show. Weekdays from 4 p.m. till 7 p.m. 92.9 FM ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 